Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week's guest is a beautiful soul inside and out and the first plus side model on my show. My girl, Misha. Hey girl, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm good here in gloomy New York. It's been raining literally every day of 2021 and I'm it's over been it. It's out here in Atlanta too, not gonna lie. It's been really foggy, like you can't see outside. It's like, okay, so this is how we're starting the new year? Got it. Noted, okay? Noted. <laughs> um, tell my listeners who you are. Give us a quick little intro. So not, my name is Misha Ferguson. I'm a plus size influencer, uh, aspiring model. And I'm currently in school for marketing. I'm just trying to graduate. Um, but in the process, I am influencing. And it's pretty fun. So Good times. Good times. Oh, and I'm also 23 years old. And I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, in Atlanta. So how is it down there amidst all the COVID? Like, I know I hear that you guys don't get it down there. <laughs> Everyone says it's a hookah, but like, it's. It's crazy because I think I feel like I know a lot of people that work in the club industry and work all the time. Yeah. And some of them don't have COVID. So it kind of blows my mind. Uh, Everything is very much open. Yeah. It's crazy. If it's not a retail store, if it's a club, a lounge, it's open and people are out there this weekend, particularly New Year's Eve weekend. Even like the little spots that I feel okay going to because I can eat outside or be outside it was Mm -hmm. crazy just packed everyone's just outside packed everywhere like just no like you can't even park your car if if it was a regular friday night like you could go to the spot get some food and leave but no if there's hookah or any type of alcohol at the establishment um the lines are out of the driveway yeah because it's probably a bunch of -of out-of-state people coming too right we're just flooding atlanta oh wow that's wild I had some friends that came from out of state and they didn't even go anywhere because they were like, it's too much things happening. It's way too much. Everywhere is really packed. It kind of gives you like a little bit of anxiety. Like what's going on in here? (laughs) A lot of anxiety. All right. We're going to start the show with an icebreaker game. Okay. And it's, would you rather? So I'm going to give you two scenarios. You're going to tell me which one you would rather and why. Okay. So the first one is, would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year? Win the lottery next year. <laughs> win the lottery next year because I have so much plans that I recently realized I don't need a relationship right now because there's a lot of things I want to execute. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a relationship would get in the way. Crazy because I probably would have never said this last year. But yeah, win the lottery because that lottery can definitely help yeah come in handy for sure and i'll find the love of my life will find me when i'm rich i'm i'm pretty sure i will not have (laughs) i hope they do and they're rich too right like we're just gonna be out here all the blessings all the blessings it'll just help me level up a little bit and i need that right now fuck a true love at this moment (laughs) okay so the next one is would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed Overdressed every time. <laughs> overdressed every time. Because if I'm overdressed, it's not that I'm overdressed, it's that you're underdressed. And For the occasion, like what, what's yeah. going on? We're outside. What's the, wor- what's the worst that could happen when you're overdressed, really? Yeah. <laughs> when somebody's going to make fun of your dress? Like, it's like, well, mm, because I remember. <laughs> Girl, I look crazy, but. Um, when I go, the, well, the, when outside was open, I went to a concert and it was at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, right? And for the most part, you go to a concert looking nice or whatever, but you're not going to go. We were definitely making fun of the girls in like six inch heels and like sparkly little dresses, like overdressed. Yes, but make sure you're dressing for where you're going. Like you don't want to look yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wearing heels to a concert is t- is hard like you only wear heels to a concert if you're gonna sit can you sit over there i mean 
mean, technically, yeah, but everybody stands the whole time. And then it's like to get, you know how arenas are to get out of the place. It's a long walk yeah. and it's like steps. And I don't know. It's they're, just, probably, they're probably trying to catch somebody out there. That's why. They probably were. Maybe that's why I never caught nobody. Because I'll be, I'll go. <laughs> Looking very, not comfortable, but. Yeah, I look cute and in sneakers. Yeah, or flats or like maybe boots or something. But like stilettos, I'm not doing it, first of all. Like okay. I barely want to wear stilettos to the club. Mm-mm, I barely want to wear them too. Jeez. They hurt my feet and I don't care. All right. They hurt everyone's feet. Anyone who says those type of shoes don't hurt their feet, like I'm judging you and you might be a serial killer because that doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) All right. The next question is, would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night? Ooh, that's hard. Like go out, like go out or like literally just live outside. Like Like go out, like leave your house. I love the nighttime, man. But I'm going to say never be able to go out at night because I like, I need the sun. Mm -hmm. I need the light. Nighttime can be cold. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to go with nighttime because I feel like the day is more productive. Nighttime is all for fun. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Daytime is definitely more productive. Maybe my sleeping pattern will. Well, I mean, I don't go out at night now anyway. My sleeping pattern's all messed up. I feel like I can't tell because I don't leave my house. Like, I can literally be up until 5 a.m. and it's nothing. And it's so bad. It's, it's so house. bad. It's Clubhouse. <laughs> Who did it? It's Clubhouse. Let's not talk about Clubhouse. Clubhouse, okay? Because uh, I was in this room literally for like 12 hours. And I after I was done, I was like, okay, I need a break from just Clubhouse, period. Because that was disgusting. Like, why was I in a room for that 12 long? 12 hours? Why was it open that long? Okay, to my defense, it was Christmas Eve, right? So they started the room like around 10-ish. I got on like around 11.30. And then I had a flight the next morning. So mm-hmm. I stood on that until like, my flight was leaving at like 9 a.m. because I didn't go to sleep. I was, you know, I was working. And then by the time I finished my work, it was too late for me to go to sleep to catch my flight. So I just stood oh, so up, just stayed up and I was on Clubhouse for that long. So, I mean, I don't feel that bad about it, but so yeah. And still like, there was no, absolutely no reason for me to be on that long, <laughs> to be honest. Okay. <laughs> Clubhouse got everybody with being up late and messed up sleep schedule, honestly. For sure. It's wild. Okay. So the next question is, would you rather always be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? Oh, I'm going to go at 20 minutes early because I'm usually always 10 minutes late. So maybe it's, you know, see what the other side of things are like. <laughs> are you trying to do better? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's try to do better. I mean, it's not fun to be early, to be to be honest. Do you know what it is to sit there and wait for people? That is I annoying. just take pictures, honestly. True. I when I'm late somewhere that I don't have time to, like, you know, take photos of my outfit or something. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, is the I worst. Try, I should try that. When you go somewhere, you get dressed up, but because you're in such a rush, you get there, you're just in the moment, and then it's like, I didn't get not one good picture. All I have is selfies, no full body pic. No one even knows what the outfit that I probably spent a couple of hours like putting together looks like. It's kind of, it's trash. It's definitely trash. You're absolutely right. Okay. So this is going to be the last question. Okay. Would you rather have people spread a terrible lie about you or have people spread a terrible but true tale about you? Ooh. Are people relieving the lie? <laughs> I don't know. It's just going around. I guess terrible but true. You know why? Because I am not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. So like that makes me a better person versus me having to like defend a lie to somebody because I hate when I have to defend stuff. That, that is more true. frustrating. Because I'm when just you like. Know. Well, 
I'm like, what are we talking about this for? This is dumb. Like, <laughs> when you know you didn't do it, it, it's like... Yeah, it makes me even more upset than if I did do it. I'm going to be like, well... <laughs> see what happened was. Now I'm just trying to talk my way out of it, but I know yeah. I did that shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah. So I'd rather it be something true than horrible. I hear that. I hear that 100%. Okay, so now that we've broken the ice a little bit, um, we're going to get into my first segment. So the first segment of my show is called Eat Your Heart Out, right? And it's where we talk about nutritional tips and tricks or health and wellness tricks. So since this is the second episode of the new year, my first one came out on January 1st. So we were talking about intentions and resolutions and all that shit. I'm going to get back into like the health and wellness aspect of it. And I wanted to talk about starting a workout plan while being plus size, right? I don't know how big you are into the gym. Um, Do you work out from time to time? Are you... I've been, surprisingly, I've been going to the gym since about middle school, mm-hmm. like 12, 13, um, and I've, I've never had, like, a steady routine. It's every once in a while, I'll be super steady into the gym, and then I'll fall off for about a month or two, and then I'll get back into it, so very much back and forth. I've just fallen off for two months because of the holidays, Yeah, I have to get back into it, um, but yeah, it's very interesting the way that you can tell that your body needs to work out when you do work out and Mm -hmm. when you don't you can kind of feel the difference so with being plus size for me um I get a lot more loaded like I hold a lot of water weight so I can feel the difference like Mm -hmm. in my pants but I can still weigh the same right so yeah I'm trying to get back into the gym as we speak girl it's a whole process I've been telling myself that I'm gonna start working out since like May Okay, I feel like the whole quarantine, the whole, you know, COVID shit, it just I haven't had the motivation to work out at all. I've been doing yoga here and there. And I say like, that's like my way to like, stay a little bit active because girl, um, you're 23. So I'm just gonna let you know, once you turn like in your 30s, your body just stops like fucking with you like it'll just be out of nowhere and like my lower back will hurt and I'm like what what the fuck never in my life did I have back aches like and it'll just be like a Tuesday afternoon I'm walking down the street and I don't know where my back hurts like so I've been trying to incorporate more stretching <laughs> I feel so old I've been more I mean, stretching it's hard to work out at home I feel like it's hard to work out at home so many distractions yeah working out at home that's the only thing that's why it's like the gym it's a very it's very hit or miss because I'm only going if there's it's not the peak time because sometimes Mm -hmm. I can catch the gym where it's like there's no one there because my gym has two stories like the cardio is upstairs and the gym's downstairs so it's more spaced out but if there's people in there like a lot I'm like okay well not going because I hate when people have to like you know, have you ever been to the gym and people have to like wait for the machine then wait for you to be done? Oh yeah. Type of the deal. Like mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't all. like that either. I don't like Especially that. Especially when it's men, because I'm like, are you watching me? Like I you could just go on it. It's fine. I'm just gonna go home. Working out at home takes me a lot and takes me a lot more time to actually burn calories than if I were to go to the gym. Mm. Cause I'll just be I'll just be fucking around. Oh, I got a message on my phone. Oh, to get some water someone needs something and then it's just like okay well I might as well be done working out because right right because once you walk into the gym you know you're there to work out and you don't leave until you're done when you're home you take little breaks here and there like yeah oh yeah in the middle of a sit-up oh I got a notification on my phone let me check my phone real quick like let me start folding my laundry or something (laughs) (laughs) work at home ADD is a real thing like it's a real thing okay so What I wanted to talk about today was starting to get back into the habit of working out, right? So specifically when you're a bigger size, there's some, you know, hurdles that you go through that, you know, straight size, that's what they call the models. I don't really, I don't know how I feel about that phrase, but um, smaller girls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't even want to say average because it's like, is that even, it's not even the average, you know? So it's just like smaller girls don't have to go through right so the first tip they say is to know your why 
when you're just going to say like, oh, well, I have to go to the gym because I have to lose weight or I have to do this and I have to do that, as opposed to it being for an actual reason, like, hey, I actually want to start working out so I have a little bit more energy. I want to start working out so I can maybe run a mile or run a 12 minute mile, like when there's actual an actual attainable goal and a purpose, as opposed to it just being like, well, I know I have to do it. So that's why I'm doing it. It's actually place a a reason behind it. I think that's very important because then you just feel like you'd want to do it more, you know? Yeah, definitely. When you have a goal behind it, it helps more. (laughs) I think my my last goal was to just like do cardio for full 10 minutes. Mm. It doesn't sound hard, but like, it, it is for me because I just hate cardio. So I'm yeah. Do it for 10 minutes straight. And once you do that, you're kind of like, you know, the little milestones make you happy. So I think so. For sure. Celebrate those milestones for sure. Um, The second one is get the gear. So you want to make sure that you actually have workout clothes that one fit you feel good and don't make you feel uncomfortable. Because if you're uncomfortable doing something, then you're not going to want to do it, especially if you're going out to the gym. Imagine you're wearing something that's like fitting you all wrong and you just feel completely uncomfortable. You're not going to want to go to the gym or you're going to just feel self at least I will feel self-conscious the whole time. I remember one time I took this like boot camp class. Right. And I had like packed gym clothes in my gym bag, like after work or whatever. And I had packed these pants that every time I would like stand, they would like roll down. I was so uncomfortable that whole boot camp class. I know I didn't put in as much like effort as I could have because every two seconds I felt like I had to like pull up my pants. It was so terrible, terrible yeah. ass experience. So wearing the proper clothes and the appropriate gear is very important when you're starting to work out again, just so it doesn't like deter you from not wanting mm. to go back. Yeah. Or you want to just leave earlier because you're not feeling as comfortable as you should. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Another one is to set smart goals. So smart goals are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So instead of focusing on specific like weight loss goals, um, you can actually do something like maybe I'll just meal prep all my meals for the week. That's small smart, you know, they're attainable things that you can Mm -hmm. measure and you know that you're actually doing it as opposed to saying like, well, I just want to lose 40 pounds but that's not something that's going to happen in a week. So you want to be able to make your goals a little bit smaller so that you're like, Oh shit, I crushed it this week. You know, it just gives you more positive reinforcement. Yeah, I definitely think it's true. I think I might start meal prepping, honestly. (laughs) That's my biggest issue is like, Oh, well it's four o'clock. I haven't eaten anything, whatever's here. I'm just going to eat it. And then, or, or order because Grubhub and Uber Eats and all of that have really like, they fucked it all up. Because back in the days, it would be like, well, if I don't have cash, I'm not going to order anything. You know what I'm saying? Now it's yeah. like, I, there's no excuse ever. <laughs> I don't even live close to like, I don't even live close. Uh, I don't live in an area where I can get a lot of Uber Eats options or well, anything anyways. You. So it's just like. I'll just eat whatever nonsense is in my house because I have three younger sisters, so they always have stuff here that they're much on. I'm like, oh, thanks. Okay, so number four is find the right trainers. So you don't have to accept whoever is assigned to you at the gym because you want to be make sure that they have you know your goals and your specific training in mind. Um, I I've had a I've worked with a lot of personal trainers. Um, some of them have been friends. Some of them have been like, you know, via Instagram and I'll go to like their boot camps and things like that. Um, so I feel like I've definitely met trainers who just train people and trainers who realize who they're training as far as like their fitness levels and things like that. Because I've went to boot camps and it's like, sir, now, you know, I can't do that. Right. Like you didn't even give me an option, like some type of modification. If a trainer can't give you a modification of something you're not able to do, then they're not the right trainer for you. Like not all trainers are created equally at all. Um, People, you know, you get certified for this shit. Like you have to take classes and not everybody can just train everybody. Like every trainer is not good for you. So 
you know, just make sure that you're finding the appropriate trainer if you're going that route. And even if you're getting like gym plans or whatever, because I, I was big on that too. When I was big on my health kick, like I would buy, um, like trainers would offer like eBooks and things like that of like training programs. And if they didn't offer like some sort of modification, like I would feel like a failure if I couldn't do it, but it's not that I was, I wouldn't be able to do it eventually. I just have to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So make sure that um, that you find a personal trainer that's attuned to you. Have you ever had a personal trainer? I've never had a personal trainer. Well, I mean, in a sense, my mom, she usually goes to the gym with me a lot. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, you know, go around and do different things at the gym together. But not a personal trainer. I would like one, but I'm very like, uh, I don't know. I have a lot of anxiety about getting one. Really? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they'll probably expect me to do a lot of things that I just can't. So that's why I don't want to. And I can do a good amount. But I don't know. It gives me anxiety. I like to just do my own thing when I go to the gym. (laughs) I mean, having a personal trainer is, is good. I will say that. Especially if you're like, not when you've been going to the gym for a while, like off and on, but you just sometimes you just need that expertise to like get you to the next level. You know what I'm saying? But like I said earlier, you just have to find a trainer that's attuned to your needs and what you can do and can set goals for you because that's very, very important. Very, very important. Um, one of the best trainers I had was this guy. He um, he worked out of like a, a brownstone in Harlem, right? He had one of the rooms, he made them into like a gym. And what I liked about him is that he would have like two or three people in the session at once, but he would modify the movements based on each individual person. So he would ask you like, do you have any knee problems? Do you have any back problems beforehand? And like, he would say, okay, Stephanie, you can do this, but Misha, you do this because it'll get you guys heart rate and y'all be working, but y'all you're just doing two different things. And I love that because it felt yeah. very personal to me. And if that's my personal trainer, I want it to be personal to me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. you just have to find a good trainer that can work for you. Um, it's like, it's almost like finding a therapist in a way. Like you have to find someone who works for you that you feel comfortable mm-hmm. with and that'll help you get to where you need to go. Not just because he helped Kim go wherever. That doesn't mean that it's going to help you. So yeah, be very selective and be very picky. Um, more tips that they were giving are break the rules. So basically, just like kind of how you said earlier, like, you don't, you don't want them to try to do things that you don't think you can do, but you'll never know if you're going to be able to do it if you don't try. Right. So well, tr- I know, cause I have, I just have a very deep arch in my back. It's not scoliosis. It's mm. So like me trying to do sit-ups, uh, my back is already kind of bent. So it hurts to sit all the way up straight. So I've, I've been in that situation where I've worked out with someone. They're like, yeah, you can do it. It's easy. And I'm like, my back literally feels like it's going to break in half. Oh, no. I mean, honestly, if you're trying to do something and it like really, really pains you, then you should be careful because you don't want to injure yourself. Um, I was more talking about like, like they'll say, you know, plus size women should just stay on like the elliptical because it's low impact or on the bike or do like water workouts or whatever. But you couldn't say that girl i mean maybe it was when maybe it was back in the days that this is what they used to say now i feel like with this whole body positive movement and all the brands trying to be more and more inclusive you know that more workouts are being geared towards bigger women but before you would never see like women at like a triathlon or or it wouldn't be in like it wouldn't be announced or, you know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't be out there, but now it's more, it's more commonplace. So if you want to do, if you want to run a mile, if you want to run, you know, a a half mile or whatever have you, I don't know. I don't, I don't run that much. The marathons, that's what I meant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or the triathlons. If you want to do yoga, if you want to do CrossFit, if you want to do weightlifting, like try what works for you. Every single body is different and you never know, like you're, you might be staying away from a specific 
you know, exercise because you think, oh, I'm not at that level yet. But you just have to start at the beginning mm-hmm. and you might end up loving it, to be honest. Yeah. That's how sure. I felt about lifting weights. So I was going to say the same thing because in high school, they they had ran out of space in the gym class. So I had to do weightlifting and I was like, I'm already big. <laughs> like in my head, I was like already big. Um, so another tip that they're giving you is, of course, to believe yourself and remind yourself that you believe. So you want to make sure that you go in with a positive attitude, right? So you want to go in there like, I know I can do this, but then also remind yourself every day that you can do this because everyone, especially at this time of year, they start and they're like, yes, I can do it. I can, I can get fit. This is going to be my year. Watch me get into this summertime body and blah, 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 all mm-hmm. this shit that everybody says. And then like three weeks in, you're like, this is bullshit. I'm not doing this shit no more. Like, <laughs> I'm completely over it. So you just want to make oh sure. Goodness. Yeah. You just want to make sure that you continue to keep yourself on that path. Um, another one is enjoy the ride. You want to be able to enjoy what you're doing. And like I said, try new things. You want it to be a positive experience, right? Do something that makes mm-hmm. you happy, whether it's fun because while you're doing it, it's fun. Or sometimes you just like the the feeling or the euphoria that you feel after your workout too. That's another, you know, another incentive of working out. So just find something that works for you and that makes you happy in the midst of you doing it. Um, you want to track your fitness goals and not necessarily your weight loss goals. So like how you said earlier that you want to, that you were trying to fit, to track how to get to doing 10 minutes worth of cardio, like nonstop, mm-hmm. right? So that's a way to track your fitness because like, let's say the first week you're only doing two minutes and then it's like by week three, you're doing five minutes. That is an accomplishment in of, a, yeah. in of itself, right? So mm-hmm. all of these little accomplishments, they can just make you feel better and they can give you more no- motivation because the scale isn't the only measure to success. You said earlier while you were doing the weightlifting that, you really didn't lose weight, quote unquote, but your body felt amazing. And that's yeah. really what we're doing it for, right? And I, I just you kept look- getting on the scale and I was just like, uh, I'm not losing any weight. But my mom would tell me like, you look, you're losing weight. And I'm like, but here's the thing, you were losing fat, but you were gaining muscle. And as cliche as this shit sounds, muscle does weigh more than fat. So mm-hmm. you can weigh the same size, but if you're losing fat, then your your body composition is just going to be different. Like you said, muscle memory, that shit yeah. is amazing. I fucking love muscle memory. I have a, like, I've, I've seen like my friends on their weight loss journeys and I'm like, whoa, like if I lost like 60 pounds, I weigh as much as you. And they're like, you're joking. And I'm like, no. And they're just like, no, you're way smaller than me. I'm like, I guess it's because I used to like weight lift. So I'm just more a bit more compact. Right. But I never, I didn't realize that for a while. Maybe mm-hmm. for the last two years, I realized. I was like, oh, okay, so this does do something. So all my friends like that, I'm like, you need to weight train. Because doing cardio is great. So you need to weight train and I'll get you together. Yeah, for sure. Aside from weight training, um, what would you say is like your favorite workout or a workout you would like to try? My favorite workout would be. Hmm, I'm going to go with the bike. Mm. Using the bike. I really like the bike because it's not as strenuous on my boobs. Mm-hmm. Like running or doing the elliptical. I feel like there's a lot of bouncing of my upper body. And because I do have bigger boobs, that's usually the part the part of the, my workout that's uncomfortable for me is my boobs being in the way. So with the bike, I don't have to worry about my boobs being in the way and I can kind of just go as hard as I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Is there a workout that you would like to try? One that I would like to try. There's this one where they like stack like these, these little mats or something and like jump. Okay, like box, jumping, box jumping, box jumping. But I'd like to try that, but I'm just so scared that I'm gonna fall backwards. Like... <laughs> I feel like I've never. Well, I've box jumped, but not like high, like maybe like six inches or something like that. So it's like a little hop, really. But like mm-hmm. an actual box jump, I don't know if I can get <laughs> if I can get high like that high up. Like it's it's hard and. I know it's, I know people love to do it and it's, it's a great accomplishment when you can do it, but 
that it's a it's a hard workout and I don't know I'm just too clumsy and I feel like exactly I feel like I'll try to jump what two boxes and I'll be out of there <laughs> 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 like, be, be out, out of it there. um do you have any recommendations for like sports bras yes I just got my first super expensive sports bra this year I got the she fit have you seen the commercial for it Mm-mm, where no. it's a she fit bra it goes it goes up pretty big in sizing. They're still working on their sizing, but you strap it at, on each strap. Then you strap across, and then it links um, like a hook at the bottom and the top of the bra, and it zips up in the front. Oh. And then it comes, and then there has something that covers a zip, so you can strap the bottom, the arms, and get yourself together. So it's really good. It's a really good bra, and it's thick. And it, I think it was about eighty dollars. I had to talk myself into getting it because. Usually when I go to the gym, my boobs, yeah, like jumping around, you know. So even if you have a, even if you have a smaller chest, like you have smaller sizes. But yeah, it's a very secured bra. I've never felt so secure in my life, but the SheFit bra is definitely really good. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I and that's the shit that gets me kind of upset with the whole like weight loss and fitness industry, right? Like why do bigger women have to spend $80 to get a sports bra when smaller, smaller women can literally go to Marshall's and get a regular sports bra for like $7.99 and it not be a problem. Like, yeah, it's just, and you know, that thing is, I mean, we can find $7.99 sports bras. They're not going to work. They're not going to do anything. Uh, the she fits sports bra i'm pretty sure i think it's the same pricing all the way around but it's just the fact that it takes more to sustain us so we're gonna have to find the more expensive route we can just wear a little bra from ross we can but how long is it gonna last for right right on a you know a smaller person it might last longer so and not even like the pricing because the pricing i get it because obviously there's more like mechanics to it and Mm -hmm. you know like the zipper and all of that but it's just the fact that like you have to order it online right she fit Mm -hmm. or can you go to a store like it's not like so accessible that that's that i think that's what i'm talking about like yeah like having better options accessible yeah, because yeah, I mean, half the time, if you do go to, uh, say, a regular department store, you are looking for items like that. You're not going to find ones that are desirable at all. You'd have to go to like Elaine Bryant mm-hmm. or Torrid to actually find a really good bra. They'll have the selection sometimes, but it won't be of quality at all. For sure. For sure. And that and that's just not only like with workout clothes. I feel like that's all around. I had read somewhere, I think it was on Twitter or something. And this lady had said that her biggest fear is losing her luggage on her way to uh, like a vacation because she knew that she wouldn't be able to buy anything like on the spot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, think wow. about it. Cause same, like it's, it's wild. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess I can buy like leggings and t-shirts, like if need be, but like, if I needed to buy like a dress randomly, that would, depending on where I'm going, like that would be a fucking, a mission and a half. And I I can't just go into the, I can't go into the little gift shop and buy t-shirts and pants. I probably could, but that's probably all I could get really. Right. And then how cute is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, okay, now I'm going to be looking like a whole mess this this whole vacation yeah, until cute. they find my fucking, until they find my suitcase. Oh, gosh. Wow. That's now insane. this is a whole nother anxiety that I'm going to have when I take trips. <laughs> like, do I want to check this bag or do I want to put it, carry it on? Like, what do I really want to so do? So what I do is I carry on my makeup if I have my laptop with me and at least one outfit. Okay. That's what I that's what I do for the most part because okay. just in case I've had my luggage lost once. Luckily, it was when I was already coming home, but that oh. like put a fear in my heart. I was like, "Oh my goodness, if I end up going anywhere, like I need to have at least my makeup, at least my laptop and at one outfit." Yeah. Hmm, that's smart. I'm going to remember that when I pack or something. (laughs) For sure. So we're going to get into our next segment, which is hard on our sleeve. And it's where we talk a little bit deeper about real life struggles that we are facing at the moment and how we manage them. 
Um, so I wanted to talk about because you are a plus size influencer and you're trying to get into the modeling industry and the marketing industry and all of that. I wanted to talk about kind of piggybacking of what we were just speaking about. Why aren't plus size models being respected in the fashion industry? And what are your thoughts on all of that? I feel like (laughs) when it comes to a lot of plus size models and modeling the industry, if it's not for something commercial, they always try to sexualize you. Mm. And that's the biggest issue. Cause then it's like, you know, they want a curvy model. They want someone with like boobs and a bottom so that they can do either like a music video or something that's just not as flattering and not as professional as we would like to do. They don't try to request plus size models for more professional things like mm. a like you know more editorial. They always want you to be there for inclusion. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like either we want to include her, or she has nice boobs, or she has a nice butt, or her body's kind of hourglass, so we can use her. Not that she's just plus size, and you want that her there to be represented for a specific person purpose. So, yeah, and. Yeah, the whole sexualizing too. Like that's a big thing because even when I'm looking at um, clothes online, like uh, these plus, you know, every every website now has like a plus or a curve section, right? Where you can just buy these clothes, which is, you know, I'm not complaining because 10 years ago, it was a bitch for me to find clothes. And we're going to talk about that later. Well, we can talk about it kind of now. Um Back in the day, I would have to always buy my clothes from like overseas. Yeah. So like when I had my son, my son is 11. So this was this was like 10 years ago, whatever. I had gained like 75 pounds. Right. And I could not find clothes anywhere, anywhere in America. Like it was it was really insane. And this was like the beginning stages of like really heavy online shopping. Like people were still going to stores. Like not everybody was trusting online shopping or whatever. It's not like how it is today. And I would, I had to find places like um, ASOS and Dorothy Perkins. This was before Pretty Little Things, before Fashion Nova, before all of that. And I would have to like convert the sizing because they never gave you American sizes. They only gave you European sizes. So it was just, it was a hot ass mess. Um, It's just, it's wild. Even with those kind of pictures, either the models are wearing lingerie and, you know, just standing there or they're wearing like these big oversized shirts and like leggings as pants, like as if those are the only types of clothes that we can wear. And it's, it's very much infuriating. Like it gets me so upset because I don't understand why they think people who are a bigger size can't dress like people who are of a smaller size Mm -hmm. yeah it is very frustrating it was very hard for me to when I did first start online shopping it was very hard for me to actually get something that I actually wanted to wear and not want to like tweak or oh my goodness Because I'm like, okay, this is looking granny. Like, let me try to put a belt or let me try to do Safety something. pins were my best friend. Oh, my goodness. Yes, safety pins. So just snatch it up. Like, yeah, this is how you're supposed to wear it. This is how I'm wearing it because it was actually hideous when I got it. Um, now I feel like there's a lot more options, but there isn't. Because a lot of these brands stop at size 3X. Mm. they all stop at like 3x um they're 3x like i don't wear 3x i'm a 2x right but i can get pants from fashion nova and go a size up and they still don't fit so Mm -hmm. it's it's very weird right now how there's a lot more brands that are out there but we're not seeing them because like the fast fashion brands are coming in Mm -hmm. um but even with finding clothes online before then i used to hate shopping yeah hate shopping it's just like I don't want to go in the store and try on pants that don't fit me oh my goodness <laughs> it was the worst part like I'm like okay these none of these fit nothing fits I've been trying on jeans for an hour and I just want to go it's so frustrating. I, I think I boycotted jeans for like three years, to be honest. I was just over it. Like jeggings were the best things ever invented because 
to find regular fitting denim jeans without stretch? Like what, what is that? Does that even without exist? Without stretch? Like that's just me. You just want me to be in pain at the end of the day. <laughs> like just no. I can't imagine you mentioned fast fashion. What are your thoughts on places like Fashion Nova and Shein? So my thoughts are, you know, we can we can be upset about the way that fast fashion works and everything like that. But at the end of the day, they did what a lot of brands didn't. Mm-hmm. They catered to us the way that we wanted to. We said we wanted trendy clothes. We said we want to wear things that um, are also available in smaller sizes. And they even went as far as making things exclusive for us. You know what I'm saying? Because some there's some outfits that I have and women can't find them on Fashion Nova because it's a plus size exclusive. Mm. So they do things like that and then they make it affordable. Right. Like, okay, there's Torrid. Please tell me what out of Torrid that you would actually want to wear besides their jeans, bras, and accessories? Nothing. Because all they have is like caftans and moo-moos and big-ass exactly. shirts. And it's like, I don't want to wear none of that. I'm like, looking like my 70-year-old grandmother. $40 for a moo-moo shirt. Why would I do that? Why would I go on Fashion Nova and get a whole two-piece set and be done? Have a whole outfit. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's a lot that goes into the a lot of people wanting to boycott fast fashion but at the end of the day they are appealing to a market mm-hmm. so it's up to I feel like at this point it's up to influencers to bring forth a lot of the smaller and independent brands to the light like one of them that's coming up is Red Dolls I don't know if you've seen them I think I've heard, heard of, of them Dolls. I think I yeah heard. so I'm pretty sure Red Dolls is black owned and it started out of New York so now they're picking up traction because they are reaching out to influencers. They're having the funds to pay them. And some of these fast fashion brands, they don't want to pay. Mm. So. Well, I heard yeah. Fashion Nova's big on that. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about that because that's. No, your... it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. I, if they don't, if they don't pay me what I'm asking for coming this year, like the next time they email me, I won't be working with them again. Right. Because. To work for free clothing, if you think about it, it's great. It provides you content. Um, you can possibly sell the clothes afterwards right. if you want to and try to make up your money. But that again, that's more work on your part. Mm-hmm. So even the work that I'm taking to sort the clothes, uh, sell the clothes, package the clothes, and take them, right? not including me getting ready to take photos for your content, getting dressed. Because really and truly, I do not get my makeup done and get dressed in the middle of the week but I'm right. in the post if it's you do it, it for a reason yeah yeah so I'm using my makeup my fancy that I spent my money on uh doing my hair that I spent my money on doing all those things for a brand that has the money to pay you and doesn't want to pay you what's the point when mm-hmm. you can be working with a small brand who they might not be able to pay you but they do want to work with you. Like, why not put in that same effort to someone who actually wants to pay you in the long run right. versus someone who could pay you right now and they're just like, nah, we'll just give you clothes. Yeah, it's like disrespectful. Like, and, and then it's like, you know, you're not really spending a lot on these clothes. So it's almost like twice it's slapping your face, right? Because exactly. they're spending pennies to make these outfits and that's basically what they're saying that you're worth. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and they're, they are making all this money. Fashion Nova, I don't, I can't even imagine how much money Fashion Nova makes in a year like and even with me working with them i still buy stuff sometimes so it's like if i could buy the clothes myself why don't i just do that i'd rather just buy the clothes myself wear it when i want to not have any type of obligation to post anything or tag or you know follow any guidelines when i can just do whatever i want to in the clothes without anyone emailing me or asking me for anything mm-hmm. without payment so that's what i'm gonna do this coming year well this year is I'm going to put forth more effort to working with smaller brands mm-hmm. because sometimes a lot of times smaller brands don't have budgets, but right. their clothes are dope. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like I wish all of these other brands would take into account the fact that 
Fashion Nova became what they are, not only because, yeah, it's fast fashion for, you know, the regular quote unquote size sizes, but also like they made a market, like you said, for plus size girls. Like, do you know how crazy those Fashion Nova jeans went? Like, what was it like? Not this summer, like last the summer before or whatever okay. have you. Like everyone was going crazy because you could not find jeans, one, that fits you. Two, you couldn't find trendy clothes in your size like that was a big thing and I remember when I first started seeing like Fashion Nova Pretty Little Thing Shein and all these places when they started making like trendy clothes in bigger sizes like I was like oh shit like I don't have to you know buy a shirt from here and maybe take it to the tailor and buy some pants from here and take it to the tailor so that it fits Mm -hmm. fits me a certain way like I can literally get these trendy clothes and I'm not spending so much money because I may not want to wear them past this weekend yeah exactly and that's another thing like the clothes get here fast Mm -hmm. they're getting here okay um I feel like as a plus size woman when I know there's an event or there's something that I need an outfit for I'm going to think accordingly because Mm -hmm. last minute outfits are not a thing for me I cannot go into the mall and just buy a dress Unless I find like a Rue 21 or Forever 21 with a plus size section. And even then, and it's good still, luck. It's still is hit or miss. Yeah, it's still hit or miss. Like, I don't think I've walked into a store and bought a fit and said, I'm going to go somewhere that same day. Like, that's never the case. Never the case. I have outfits that I save. Same. Um, and you know, I never I like, thought oh, about it. That's probably where it comes from because I buy dresses in bulk. Like, so if I see dresses that I like and I have whatever and I'm shopping, I'm buying these dresses without nowhere to go. Right now, I probably have because you know, Corona hit, I probably have like five outfits in my closet that I did not wear this year because there was no nowhere to go. But I had them just in there just in case because that last minute, oh yeah, oh girl, we're going out, we're going out tomorrow. Because you're just looking in your closet like I hate all of this. You know, <laughs> you don't actually hate it, but it's like you didn't have time to prepare for this outfit and you might want to do something a little different. And you can't just go to the store and get an outfit. You can get accessories, mm-hmm. maybe a pair of shoes. Let's not even talk about shoes because maybe a shirt. <laughs> I don't know. My my feet are wide, so I cannot find shoes for the life of me. Like, I have to pre-plan shoes, too. I can't just go into Aldo and think I'm going to find a strappy sandal. Like, that is not a thing. (laughs) Not at all. At all. all. And that shit is so trash. Like, I, I love summer, and I love summer clothing and all of that, but when it comes to summer footwear, like... I don't understand why we can't find, why we can't make shoes, all different types of shoes, just a little bit wider. Like, I I don't get why all shoes have to be this thin. The the narrow. And it's weird because uh, I feel like sandals are the easiest for me to find or summer footwear, but I can't go in the store and find it unless it's a department store. Because they don't have the, they don't have the wide option, but ASOS is really good. ASOS is good. You know what's good too? Just Fab. Just Fab has Just Fab has like the wide feet and like the extra calf, whatever, for your boots. So because that's another problem I have. And it's like, I want cute shoes. I don't want to fucking wear ugly ass orthopedic shoes all the time because that's the only shit that fits my feet. Like, no, Mm -hmm. just make them a little. It just doesn't make sense. When is the shoe game gonna catch up to like? <laughs> it's there's a there's a brand. It's also black owned. I believe it started in either New York or Canada. I don't know which one or Toronto. But um, they they're called Smash Shoes. Have you heard of them? Mm-mm. Smash so Shoes. Smash Shoes. They exclusively make bigger size shoes. They're expensive. I'm sure. About a hundred dollars a pair, but. I have seen, I have seen their shoes, their collection. It's really nice. It's not super extended, but they do have some really higher styles. Mm. I haven't got shoes from there yet, but I've been seeing people. Oh, they go up to a size 14. See, I'm looking yeah. on here now. Yeah. But this is what we need. Like, mm-hmm. I just, 
it it just makes it so difficult. Like I want to be a fly bitch too. Like what the fuck? I just, I want to look good. I don't want to wear the same shoes I always have to wear. Cause let me tell you, I will run some shoes into the ground, which is why I don't mind spending more money on my shoes. Because once I find shoes that I that are comfortable and that I can wear and that are cute, I'm probably wearing them shits all the fucking time. To be honest, yeah. because yeah, it's hard we're out until, here. We're until it's done, and then you gotta go back and trying to find something to replace it sometimes i'll buy like more of the um of the same color like of different colors of the same shoe like i'll get a tan i'll get a black like of the same fucking shoe because once i find one type of shoe that fits me well then i'm all up on that shit um okay so let's get into our last segment of this show and it is called are you dead ass and it's just basically <laughs> everybody laughs when i say it it's, <laughs> it's, very, it's very new york it's very new york <laughs> i love it because literally it's like i'll say it and then my guests will always giggle and it's like i mean i do want to know like are you dead ass um <laughs> so i just it's where we rant or rave about something that really just like gets on your nerves or something that you've witnessed lately is there anything that you wanted to get off your chest as far as the are you dead ass is concerned I don't know. This is hard. There's so many things. So many things. <laughs> so many things. Uh, I guess we can talk about. I don't know. Do you have any ideas? I'll go first, okay, and then yes, first. let's see if that'll give you an idea. Okay. Maybe I can play off that. So every week I post a wcw picture on my instagram right i post myself that has become like a routine where it's i'm and you know i'm highlighting myself i'm enjoying myself i'm i'm loving where i'm where i am with my confidence and all of that i do this every wednesday on instagram right and this random guy slides into my dm and he's like oh you're thirst trapping this week mind you i don't even think my picture was that crazy but whatever. He was like, oh, you're thirst trapping this week. And I was just like, to be honest, when it comes to my Instagram, I'm thirst trapping, quote unquote, with clothes on and without clothes on, because I get the same amount of DMs. I get the same amount of heart eyes in my DMs, all of that, this, this, that, and the third. So no, I don't feel like I'm thirst trapping. It's just me like it's just you're thirsty <laughs> <laughs> like I cannot be held responsible for you being thirsty like that is a you issue I'm over here chilling minding my own business like it, it just it gets on my nerves that people will call you out on some shit like that when I'm not posting this shit for y'all and I know it sounds crazy because it's Instagram yes I'm posting it for engagement and this is that and the third I'm posting it for like you know people to see but the reason behind me posting maybe a lingerie or a bikini pic, which look exactly the same in my opinion, because if I'm wearing lingerie, I probably have a bikini that looks like that. And I probably would have worn it out in the street. So me taking a picture to post it on Instagram really doesn't mean that much to me because I have people, strangers in the fucking, in the beach, in the pool who see me like this any fucking way. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, when I post these pictures and I get these types of feedbacks, it's just like, but I could wear a bathing suit and it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. Like that, sh- it just, it really gets on my nerves. Yeah. It just and gets it, a matter reason to sexualize you basically and try to say something slick. But you're going to sexualize me anyway. If you see me at the beach, you're going to sexualize me anyway, right? Like. Yeah, but what? you're going to be quiet because it's in person. <laughs> They're probably not going to say anything, but it's the internet. They got the little, what do they call it? The Twitter, Twitter figures. figures. Yeah. That's what it is. It just, it, it drives me up the wall. So like, I know I felt, I know the guy was just like, well, damn, like you didn't have to go off on me like that. But it's like, why are you coming in here talking about, am I thirst trapping? Sir, no, the fuck I'm not thirst trapping. I'm not trying to trap anybody who's thirsty first and foremost. So there goes that. <laughs> Honestly. Oh my gosh. So I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Whew, I feel better now. Do you have anything to get off your chest? <laughs> oh, let's see. What do I have to get on my chest? Mm, 
I guess we were just talking about social media, so I'll talk about that since it is a big part of my life. Um, what really bothers me is when people that I know in real life don't utilize my phone number. Oh, yeah, it's like, guys, it's already so hard for me to keep up with my social media. I would just love it if you would just contact me directly because then it makes my friends feel away if I don't. not saying all my friends, but I know it kind of makes people feel away if I if I don't respond to a message or if like I don't see their post or if I don't share it or something like that. So that's been really bothering me because I'm like, guys, it gets 60, lost. There's sixty thousand people that are trying to send me messages. Not all of them come through. Some of them do, but especially when it's something like urgent or important, like just contact me, mm-hmm. please. For the love, like you can you have my phone number. Call me. So I feel like a lot of people, um, as of lately, feel like I don't call them or I don't reach out to them or something in regards. And then they see me on social media. It's like, don't take that any kind of way because right. I have no issues. You just have to contact me. Like if you saw, you know, one of your friends who was an influencer and, you know, were just doing something and they didn't respond to you. Mm-hmm. they still have that right to not respond to you. But if it's something important, pick up your phone and call them. And this is their job. Like, sometimes, yeah, sometimes people... I don't want to do deal at all. I really don't. And it's like, if 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 your friend, if you worked at an office, would they just be, you know, emailing you at work? Probably not. To talk about some other shit? No. Like, you have to take into account, like, this is what... It's an unconventional job, but it is a job to me nonetheless. Like I'm using it in a way that I'm trying to get my brand out there. So this is work to me. This isn't all just fun and games. Like, so if you see things, if you, if I'm quote unquote uh, ignoring you, or if you feel like I'm ignoring you, first of all, it might not even be that I'm ignoring you. It just got lost in the sauce because messages are coming in all the time. And if it's not, I don't know why Instagram does this thing, but if it's not in like, the top whatever that you can see sometimes my instagram will skip messages and like it'll like when i scroll it'll go to like 34 weeks ago and i'm like w- i know there's messages in between, in between last week yeah. and 34 it's weeks weird. ago really so weird. you really have to like give people a little bit of time give me a second, yeah i had a guy friend who was like he sent me a message he was like he was like do he was like do i have to like he's like what do i have to do to get in contact with you but he made it seem like he had been trying to get in contact with me. I was like, we texted and it wasn't a message for me to respond to. Right. And he's like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, I've been trying to interact with you. And it hasn't been working. And it's because he was sending me like reactions underneath my Instagram posts. Oh. So I would just go back and like them. So it just looked like I was just liking the post, but I was just acknowledging that I saw it. You know, you didn't say anything. So I'm not saying anything back. So right. like, text me and be feeling away. I'm like, you just text oh, yeah. me. Oh yeah, sending back. reactions or emojis or whatever—that's not conversation. So don't yeah. think I owe you any words. Like if you said if I posted something funny and you sent the laughing emoji, I'ma double tap that and that's it because we both laugh. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I guess he's just feeling away that there was just only double taps. But then it's like, what do you want me to do? Send you another emoji? And then the double tap makes a notification and I don't like having notifications on my phone anyway. So sometimes right. I just don't respond to it. Cause it's like, I feel like you don't want the notification too, but do you need that? <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's like, I have to give you gratification on social media, even though you have my phone number, you have access to me, we can speak. And it's just a lot. So that really bothered me. Cause I was just like, you just sat here contacting me. We actually had a conversation today <laughs> and you're talking about some, oh, I just thought like, are we not friends anymore? And I'm like, what? Dude, you have oh, my boy. number. You can text me. Like there's literally people on the internet who have no, no type of access to me um, other than Instagram and Twitter. Right. Right. There's, there's a couple of thousand people that have only access yeah. to you that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. calm down. If you have my number, if you know me in real life, then contact me that way like there's nothing it's different if I'm like ignoring your calls and just reading all your text messages that's totally different 
then, but, then, then we could talk about me being disrespectful. Like, yeah. you know, or maybe not disrespectful. Maybe I'm going through something, but whatever have you. Like, then we can talk exactly. about it. But if you're talking about Instagram, when you have my whole ass number, like, make it make sense because. Like, people are asking for it. You have it. <laughs> please, please use it. Oh my God, that's hilarious. All right. So this was a great conversation. Misha, tell my listeners where they can find you. So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter. I have a TikTok. Don't really use it. And on YouTube. I only have one video on YouTube, but I'll be dropping another one soon. Um, And my at name is Meech Ferguson on all platforms. Everything will be linked down below. Look out for my girl because she's going to be making it big soon. I can see, I can see it. I can feel it. I'm putting it out into the universe. Fingers crossed. Fingers <laughs> all crossed. the fingers crossed. All the fingers crossed. All right, guys. So you can catch me on Instagram underscore Steffi Kiss S T E P H Y K I S S and the Do I Look Fat Pod. Exactly how it sounds. All of Misha's information and all of my information, as usual, will be linked down below. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Yay.